Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Good morning again and welcome to Faith Restoration Ministries and Shekinah Theological College. We're so glad to have you here, whatever time you're listening. We represent the body of, we're just, amen, some or few of the people represent the body of Christ and our aim is to reach the world for Christ. Reach to the regions beyond no matter where you are, we are able to reach you. Know that. Because of God, all things are possible. And he tells us in his word, um, according to the Great Commission, that we should go into all the world, reach the nations, teach them about the Lord Jesus Christ. Because you know what? He is coming back again. And even though you may say to yourself, you do not believe in Jesus Christ, he is real. Let's get into the word this morning. Father, we ask for your wisdom. We ask for guidance and direction. We ask, Lord God, to speak through your holy word this morning, recognizing that your word is what stands, and we can see your word working all through in, in, in the word today. So we give you glory. May you bless us again in Jesus' name. Today, our scripture is coming from Isaiah 59, verses 14 to 16, and I'm going to read it quickly for you. And judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off. For truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. Yea, truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. And the Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no judgment. And he saw that there was no man, and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore his arm brought salvation unto him, and his righteousness, it sustained him. Thank God for, those, for his word. I don't know where you live, and I don't know what you read. I don't know what you listen to. I don't know which um, station you get your news from. But I want you to know this morning that we have a, reached a place in society, in this nation, around the globe, the smallest island, we can say we have reached a place where the passage in Isaiah is reflecting just what is happening all around us. Everyone, I hope, loves the truth. I should hope so. Everyone loves the truth. In the court system, you're punished, you're called a perjurer if you lie. And there is punishment for that. You lie to the court. Even in um, Parliament, you lie to Parliament. I do, quote-unquote, some people are, um, how can I put it, pay the price, but not everyone. Even in the courts, there's no justice anymore. Don't fool yourself. There's no justice. It depends on which side of the fence that you're on that justice will prevail for you. For truth. Let's go back and read what it says about truth here. It says here, verse 15, truth, it says, yea, truth faileth. And he that departs from evil makes himself a prey. And the Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no judgment. Let me say here this morning, oh, I can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. It doesn't matter who you are or where you are or how long you have been courting truth and justice. 
for those who should get it. But you deny them. God is watching. The topic of it here says today is and the law and the Lord saw it. Praise God. And the Lord saw it. Look at it again. And the Lord saw it. I like that part. Verse verse um, fifteen. Yea, truth faileth, and he that departs from evil makes himself a prey. And the Lord saw it. Pay attention to these words. This short phrase, and the law saw it. You may think you're getting away with it. You may think nobody's watching. But I want to remind you again that even though these behaviors are found all around the globe, we talk about the courts punishing the people or people who lie or purge themselves, so to speak. Yet, I wanted to listen to this. The truth has become a principle of the past. Even in the court system, the government system, the Senate, the Senate, the, 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 what's it, the, Senate, the Parliament, or let's put it in one word, the Parliament, whatever sections they are. Truth, the principle of truth has become a thing of the past. Truth is being victimized, ridiculed, or completely erased from behaviors and relationships, from government offices, from the courts, from the churches. You remember in Ezekiel chapter 8, 9, when God was ready to punish, to bring judgment, he said, begin at my house. Don't think that God doesn't see what you're doing in the dark. Don't think that God is, is, is blind to your and deaf to what you're doing and saying. God sees it all. But you know what? God is patient. God is patient. Right now, truth, sadly, let me repeat, sadly, truth fears for its life. Truth, the, 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 the principle of truth is at stake right now. You dare to speak the truth. You dare to call it black, black, white, white, brown, brown. Oh, no, don't you call it brown. We believe that brown is yellow. And you better accept it. Brown is yellow. Left is right and right is left. Truth fears for its life. The life of truth is at, is at stake right now. What do you, as a pastor, what do you tell your children? You have 501c3. What do you tell your people? Can you tell them the truth? Can you, from the pulpit, say to your people, red is really red. It's not pink. I'm not fear for losing your 501c3. Can you, would you dare to utter what is truth and what God's word says? How many today, how many of you with that instrument will stand up against hypocrisy, deception, and delusions? It is true that people are afraid to speak the truth 
They fear for their lives. Why should people fear for their lives? If you, there was a time when you spoke the truth, when you call a lie a lie, and people recognize, yes, it is true, it, it is a lie. And you know, you'll be praised, you'll be rewarded. Not anymore, brothers and sisters. But I want to ask my brothers and sisters this morning in the Lord. What moves you? What do you talk about? What do you preach from your pulpit? You have this instrument from the government. Are you still willing to speak the truth as it is written in the word? Or do you water it? Now, do you call sin, sin? This is it. Do you, call, you know, many years ago, it's been a long time ago, many years ago, I was back in the day, you know, when um, you, you had testimonies, especially in the night, you had um, testimony session. Those of you who remember those times, well, that's probably um, a thing of the past now. I don't know. I'm just saying maybe. But um, I got up that night and I was testifying. Got up to testify. And I remember I used the word sin. I don't remember exactly the words that went ahead or what had followed. But at the end of the service, the pastor's wife came to me and said, Sister Stewart, you are not to use the word sin because it will hurt people. Those days, I, I suppose I was new to the country. It had been here in a few years, but there were lots of things I didn't understand, didn't know about because they didn't affect me. So I didn't know about all the um, the five and one and so forth. But yes, this lady said to me, do not use the word sin when you testify. It will hurt other people. Let me ask you this morning, pastor, evangelist, when you and those persons who go out to speak, you're invited to go out and speak. In fact, some of you, your, your um, appointment book is already filled up for the year 2022. What do you teach the people? Do you take it as the word says? Is it what does, you know, or the motto for Shekinah Theological College is, what does the word say? And this came to me, I believe, maybe last year. One day, I, it just came, you know, I thought it was like a laser beam in my spirit. What does the word say? And I said, ah, I had something else. And I said, we need to use this for the college the motto for the college, the theme for the college. What does the word say? Because at Shekinah Theological College, we study the word. We have a program that's called Study of the Word. And by the way, there's a program coming up in January, Introduction to Ministry. You want to know about your Bible? Do you want to know about um, the disciplines in, in, uh, of fasting and praying and study of the word? We are inviting you. Text us at 678 
and we will tell you more about this program coming up in January, where it's a short program, it's just an introductory program to um, concerning ministry. But let's get back to today. If you purpose to speak the truth, be prepared to be punished. That Oh, no, let me correct it. Be prepared that you may be punished for the truth. Because other people have lost their lives. If it's not their lives, they have lost their property. If it's not their property, they have lost their jobs. And many of them not just lost that job, but a line has been drawn where no one else should hire them. All because they called pink, pink, yellow, yellow, a dog, a dog, a cat, a cat. Truth fears for its life. And believe me, this is worldwide. Do not take a little aspect here and a little aspect there. No, this is worldwide. This is what is going on today in the world. And as we were talking in the prayer line this morning, it's going to get worse. You think you're safe? Do you think that even when all right now. Even when you call a dog a cat and it pleases someone, you're still in their pocket. There's what is called a conscience. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise. And there's what is, who is called the Holy Ghost who convicts the world of sin. And if you are a man or a woman of God and you fail to speak the truth, be sure you're, in fact, the very moment you lie, you're convicted. But you you resist Jesus. You resist the Holy Spirit, and God will charge you for that. When you resist the Spirit, He may not come back to you again. You have got to the place where your conscience has been has been seared with a hot iron, and you're no longer called sin. Sin. This morning, if you want to hear the balance of this program, go to www.frministry.org slash messages. This was Faith Restoration Ministries and Chakina Theological College. Chakina Theological College. We teach the word. We practice the word. We live the word because we believe the word. We are at www.frministry.org. And if you need to know more, call us at 678-964-4096 or 770-347-8320. God bless you until we meet again. Lord, I'm coming. Just give me one. Yes. We praise the Lord this morning. We are about to. We're, we're rather we're coming up to the present to the remembrance of the coming of the Lord Jesus, and we need to 
acknowledge God's love for us. You know, so often we forget. And we don't want to forget. Acknowledge God's love. It's not about celebrating a day. It's not that. It's about acknowledging the fact that God sent his son into the world to die for sinful mankind. And to remind us of God's mercy and his love towards us. God cares about us. And this is the reason why at times, even though we sin, as is written here in Isaiah 59, where we said judgment is turned away backward and justice stands afar off. Truth is falling in the street and equity cannot He said truth say yes, truth say less. And he that depart from evil makes himself a prey. It is so true. I don't know what you think of the Bible, but each day as I read the Bible, the Old Testament, many of you people... Um, and I'm talking about church people now. Do not go back to the Old Testament. You don't want to read the Old Testament. And I believe the reason why you do not want to read it, you stifle the word because the word, the word speaks to your life. It says, when you depart from evil, you make yourself a prey. When you speak the truth, you make yourself a prey for the wicked, for the deluded, for the deceiver. But listen to what he says. And the Lord saw it. The Lord saw it. Stand up for God. Stand up for principles. Stand up for righteousness. Speak the truth as it is. When I was a little girl, I remember today, my cousin, I was seven years old. Just before I went to big, sorry, big school in those days, I went from back in my day, it was not kindergarten, it was infant school. And I remember the days my cousin, older than I was, and he, was, he would take me to, to the infant school. At my, the teacher was Miss Winnie, we used to call her Miss Winnie. And she taught us, speak the truth and speak it ever. You don't hear these gems anymore in the schools. You know what they're teaching? Anyway, before I get to that. Speak the truth and speak it ever. Cause it what it will. He who hides the wrong he did does the wrong thing still. Maybe I'm getting a little mixed up, but you go online and get the exact word. And what it is saying, when you continue to lie, it becomes part of you. It becomes part of your personality. So whatever you have to face, stand for the truth and God will stand for you. Stand for, don't shove truth outside. Don't knock down truth. Speak the truth. Call what, call a dog a dog and a cat a cat. If it's red, you know it's red, make it red. The sky out there is blue, the sky is blue. We've always known the sky is blue and the sea is blue. Where are you going to call it gray? Where are you going to call it purple? Where are you going to call it yellow? Where are you going to call it mauve? Saints of God, you're a man or woman of God. Stand up for righteousness. Stand up for truth. Verse 15, truth faileth. Are you one of those? 
Are you one of those persons who have knocked truth down? It says here, truth has fallen in the street in verse 14. Truth is falling in the street. Are you one of those knocking down, treading on truth this morning? We are used to having a deacon in our church. And every night, he, all, when he testifies, he would always give some stories. And one night, he was, he was given this story about truth and lie. He said a lie, the story he gave, Sums it, I'll sum it up to this. A lie will go all around the, 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 the world, all dressed up, looking like the truth, but it's not the truth. Dressed up, goes all around the world. That's a lie. And then he said, while the lie was telling, giving a story, here comes truth, naked. You can't hide truth. Truth is naked. It needs no defense. You don't need to cover up. Truth is truth. You can't water it down. If you water it down, you become it's a deception. It's a subtlety. Yes is yes and no is no. That's God. God's yea is yea and his nay is nay. And he tells us his people, let your truth, let your yea be yea and your truth, your your yea, your nay, your nay be nay and your truth be, be, be yea. If it's the truth, say yes to truth. Yes. But right now, verse 15, truth faileth. They, they do not want to hear the truth anymore. Truth is castigated. Truth is persecuted. Truth is trampled on. But believe me, when all you're done, truth is going to get up. And it's going to say yes. This is this here I am, I am truth. I have nothing to hide. That's why truth is naked. That's why that old deacon used to say, Here comes truth coming naked. But a lie has to be covered. Think about it. He said Equity. While truth is falling in the street, equity cannot enter. Because if truth has fallen, there's no justice. Yea, truth falleth, truth faileth. And he that departeth from evil makes himself a prey. And the Lord saw it. I want you to remember these few words. Whatever you are doing, all the plots, it may not be unfolded immediately, but it will be unfolded. No one can hide from God. God is all seeing, ever present, never absent. <laughs> oh my God, oh my God. Wouldn't you rather serve a God like this who knows everything and nothing can be hidden from him? There's nothing that leaves his eyesight. When you read Psalm 139, it tells you that even in hell, even if you hide yourself in hell, even if you make your plots and your plans in hell, God's going to find you there. And he's going to expose it. Let me say here, and the Lord saw it. Psalm 139 tells you God is everywhere. 
speak of God's omnipotence, being all-powerful, God's ever-presence, and God's omniscience. He knows everything in before you plot it, before you planned it. He knew the same Psalm 139 says, even before sentence comes into your mind, God already knows it. That's the God I serve, and I'm glad this morning I serve that God. Someone said, I serve a living Savior. He's in the world today. I know that he is living, whatever men may say. I feel his hand of mercy and hear his voice of cheer. And just the time I need him, he's always there. Do you know why? Because God is a present help in the time of trouble. God sees, and it says it displeased him that there was no judgment. So all you who are in your high places, so in wickedness, using your powers to do evil, God has an arm that's going to bring salvation unto him. He has people who are praying, who are interceding. He said there was no intercessor. Therefore, his arm. God will choose the people who will pray, who his arm. Those that he, he can depend on. And they are the ones who are standing right now in the gap. Because they represent God. He said, he saw there was no man. And wondered there was no intercessor. Therefore his arm brought salvation unto him. And his righteousness it sustained him. You may think the church has become weakened. In more ways than one we can say. But listen. There are still those few in Sardis. Who have not defiled their garments. Who are standing up for righteousness, truth and justice. And God, they are the arms of the Lord. He's going to bring them together. One here, two there, six over there, a group over there. They are praying. God's people are praying. We have a prayer line. Would you like to join us? We meet three mornings a week. And on Sunday mornings, we have worship service. But if any time you have a prayer need, we will still pray with you. You only need to contact us at 678 964 0096, leave us a text, or you can call us at 770-347-8320. Leave your message, we will get back to you. Doesn't matter when, we will get back. And we'll get back some of your overseas. Go through Skype, Faith Restoration Ministries. On Facebook, we're there. We're on Sister Sister. Sister, Sister Talk in in UK. So I want you to know this morning, if you stand for truth and righteousness and judgment, and justice rather, God will stand for you. Don't be afraid. Let them take what they want to take from you. They want their 501c3, give it to them. Someone told me some years ago that was in a certain predicament because of certain standards he took, and they took it from him. And he said, take it. You know, sometimes you get a medal from people. It, it's nothing worth Sometimes it's best to just pelt it back at them. Give it back to them. 
Listen, your soul is more important. Speaking the truth is more important. Being an instrument of righteousness is more important. Being a builder is more important. Pleasing God exceeds everything. It excels. You may be the only one standing. The only one. But believe me, one man and God alone is an army. Did you know that? But you know, as we continue to read, it says, and the, verse 16, Isaiah 59, and he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore his arm brought salvation unto him, and his righteousness it sustained him. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate. God still believes in righteousness, and it must be seen. Righteousness is a protector. When you live righteous before God, it doesn't matter what the world is doing, no matter what they think about you, even if they put, you put your job on the line, stand for righteousness. Let it be a breastplate. It's a weapon against the enemy. Because when he sees that breastplate, it's shining, he can't look. Because it's dazzling, it's burning his eyes. It's like the sun at 12 o'clock in the day. Look up at you, can't look. <laughs> look at that sun. And then helmet of salvation upon his head. You, your mind will be protected. The garments of vengeance for clothing and was clad with seal as a cloak. You have to be bold. Be bold, my brothers and sisters. God gives us wisdom. You know what he says? Be wise as serpent, but harmless as a dove. But listen, for those who believe that God does not exist, or no one can stop you, we are all, remember what the word says? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against, the, let, let me sum it all up, demonic powers in high places. Yes, that's what it is saying demonic powers in high places. And at times we think we're fighting with men. And if I often say, if we were to think seriously about it, educated people can act so foolishly and say such ignorant things. You want it. Indeed, these are not normal. But we're wrestling against, we're facing not flesh, you see, spirits need a body. Demonic spirits need a body in which to work, in which to operate. Okay? So it's not the flesh and blood, it's not the person. If these are demons. He said, there are, these are principalities. They're powers. They're rulers of the darkness of this world. They are, and they commit spiritual wickedness in high, high places. Listen, we still have an advocate. We have an advocate. And verse 19 says of Isaiah 59, So shall they fear the name of the Lord. Oh, verse 18 says, According to their deeds. This is where I wanted to get. According to their deeds, accordingly he will repay. A day of vengeance is coming. You better believe it. A day of judgment is coming. Fury to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies, to the islands he will repay recompense. So shall you know why? He wants us to fear him. 
so shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rise of the sun. When the enemy, this is it now, I want to encourage our brothers and sisters this morning. When we have to stand up for truth and righteousness, sometimes we may believe we're standing alone. But the word tells us one will chase a thousand and two will put ten thousand to flight. He says, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Remember, God is looking in, looking on. And the Lord saw it. The Lord saw it. May God bless you and may God keep you. Think seriously about these words. I do not know where you are, who you are that's listening. I do not know what your circumstances are. But I'm going to pray for you before I leave this morning. One, um, one broadcast is over earlier. I just continued here. But um, you have not missed it. You've got the entire broadcast. Father, we come before you this morning. This great concern, Lord God, not only in the body of Christ, but in the world today, in our neighborhoods, in our cities, in our towns, in our states, Lord God, in government, in medical, the educational, corporation, everywhere we are finding, dear God, deceivers, liars, evil people. We are finding, dear God, demonic spirit. This is, it seems as though there's a, a, a gush of demonic intrusion in every area and aspect of life. But we are thanking you, O oh God, that when, the, when they come, when the enemy shall come in, like a flood, shall the Spirit of God lift up a standard against him. In Jesus' name this morning, in every workplace, Lord, in the, in the service, the arm where people are losing their jobs, in the schools, Lord, in the corporations, in governments, wherever they are this morning, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Holy Ghost, I ask that you lift up a standard against the onslaught of the enemy, against the attacks and the assaults, Lord. Oh, in Jesus' name, oh, God, go against deceivers, Lord. Those who are deluding your people, those who are lying, those who have set traps, Lord. Those who refuse to accept truth, those who refuse to issue justice, Lord God. Those who have turned the lie inside out, upside down, and are confusing the minds of people, calling the, t- telling them, the Lord, to believe a lie. Encouraging them, Lord, to call what is wrong right and what is right wrong. We ask this morning for a divine intervention. Let the Holy Ghost lift up the standard against the onslaught of the enemy towards your people, wherever they are this morning. We pray, dear God, as you did for the people in Egypt back way that, back then, there was a Goshen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. We shelter this morning under the almighty wings of God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We shelter under your wings, Lord God, because this is the only place we find refuge. You said, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. 
Oh, God, when the enemy comes in like a flood, we shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He said, I will say of the Lord is my refuge. We're going to find refuge. We're going to find you as a fortress. And we can trust in you. He said, you will deliver us from the sneer of the fowl and from the noise of pestilence. You'll cover us with your feathers, and under your wings we shall trust. You see, your truth. Oh, hallelujah. Truth shall be our shield and buckler. Oh, hallelujah, let us not be afraid to speak the truth. Call what it is, spade a spade, Lord, and not be afraid, because the Spirit of God will lift up a standard against the enemy. He said we are not to be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. You see, a thousand will fall at our side, and ten thousand at our right hand, but it shall not come nigh us. Hallelujah! Because the angels of Lord, ah, yes, Lord, oh, it's only for an eye shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Why? The angel of the Lord encamps around them that fear thee, fear us. He said, because we have made the Lord, which is our refuge, even the most high God, there's none higher than you this morning. We have made you our habitation. He said, there shall no evil befall us. Neither shall any plague come nigh our dwelling. He said, you will give your angels charge over us. Lord God, empower your angels this morning. Warring angels against these demonic spirits, Lord God. These false gods, these idol worshippers, these devil worshippers. Oh God, empower your angels this morning. Let them stand up with your people who believe in truth and stand for truth, Lord. Let them fight against those, dear God, who are enemies and instruments of the devil. You said that we shall tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shall trample on the foot. We don't see them as such, but that's their behavior. That's their characteristic when they attack. But I thank God that when we set our love upon you, oh God, you said you will deliver us. You said you would set us on high because we knew your name. We know your name. You said when we call on you, you will answer. You said you will be with us in trouble. You said you're going to deliver us and honor us. This long life, you will satisfy us and show us your salvation. We thank you. We give the praise. We give the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank God this morning for another day. I want you to know the Holy Ghost is in this place today. I pray that when you're reading this, you feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Know that you're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. Know that you're not alone. My brothers and sisters, you're not alone. Call on the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. You'll be protected. Remember, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall be Testimony. I want I want to say something for my Lord. Come on in. Send us your text. Six seven eight nine six four four zero nine six. You can find us at Shekinah Theological College and Faith Restoration Ministries, www.srministry.org.
www.ghanaplaybook.org. Until we meet again, God bless you and have a wonderful, wonderful day. And for those who are celebrate, celebrating, we're not celebrating that Jesus was born on December 25th. No, nobody knows when. They have assigned that day. But every day we should celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ and give God thanks for him. He's no longer a baby, people. Get rid of that creature. There's no such thing as baby Jesus anymore. Jesus is fully grown. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Until we meet again.